Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Victory Podcast. My name is Monique Watson. I am your host, and I just uh, want to welcome you and thank you for joining us. Um, so what's the Victory Podcast? That's what I wanted to share with you a little bit before we get into sharing my interview with Charlotte. Um, Victory Podcast was born out of uh, divine inspiration, for lack of a better term. Um, I was on a plane coming back from a work trip and God spoke to me and told me initially that I should write a book and I was like uh Lord as many of my conversations go with the Lord um I don't know how to write a book he's like gave me an idea of of an inspirational book and then he revealed to me later um I want you to start with a podcast and I was like I mean I've never done a podcast I've been guest hosts on a couple of podcasts um with one of my friends who lives in Canada um, but I've never done a podcast. I don't know what it takes to produce it. But I think um, he slowly prepared me for uh, developing this podcast. So this is the inaugural episode. And the goal of this podcast is for uh, inspiration and for people to feel a sense that no matter what they're going through, regardless of whether it's grief, uh, emotional trauma, relationship issues, um, career issues, what have you, that there is victory at the end, that through the power of um, using psychological skills, some self-development skills, religion and relationship with God, you are able to overcome things in your life. Um, So that's the goal of the podcast. Uh, Hopefully you get something out of it. My first interview is with Charlotte. Um, She is a longtime friend of mine. We've known each other since high school. She was a few years ahead of me in high school. And she shares with us a powerful story of her life, of some very impactful grief and loss in her life, even at at a seemingly early age, and how she was able to overcome and what she's, how she's turned that grief and pain into something very powerful that's impacting a lot of lives, including myself. So I hope you enjoyed the interview. Um, Please feel free to hit us up with any questions, feedback, uh, interview request. If you want to be on the Victory Podcast, please contact us at thevictorypodcast.com. Um, thank you so much for listening, and here's my interview with Charlotte. Victory Podcast, and I am sitting here with Charlotte, and you have to tell me once and for all how to pronounce your last name now. Akinkabe. The new Akinkabe. I. Someone asked me the other day, I was like, uh, it starts with an A, and it has a K in there, a kinkabe. It's Nigerian. What's up? <laughs> Shout out to Nigeria. So um, we're going to start with Charlotte and I ha- uh, have known each other since high school and have recently reconnected, and we'll get into some of that later in the interview. So maybe, Charlotte, you can tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit of, like, give the people a little background on you before we get deeper into the interview. A little bit about myself. Um, like what? So, like, where are you originally from? Are you from born and raised in New Orleans, or originally I was born in Colorado, but moved to New Orleans, New Orleans when I was three. So I've been here my whole life, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then high school at Ursuline. Yes, that's how we know each other. Um, and then went to LSU for college. And then um, came back home after college. Wasn't planning on it, but God had different plans. Mm-hmm. So, 
then, so what did you do post-college? Like, come back and do... So I did some design. That's what my degree is in interior design from LSU. So I did some. Why her house looks fabulous. We're broadcasting this from her <laughs> house, and her house looks fantastic. So. Still a work in progress, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so, yes, my background's in design. So I did some hospitality design, some residential design, and um, I just – yeah, it took me a while to find what I was really passionate about and love to do. Um, but now I'm health coaching and I love it. Yeah. So to get in the a little bit, maybe a sadder space. Um, so one of the reasons I wanted to interview is the first kind of couple of episodes of the podcast will center around grief. And you've told me a little bit about, you know, your your first husband who passed away maybe you can kind of give us a little bit of a little bit more on that of kind of what happened or kind of how y'all met that happened and kind of dealing and coping with that so I ended up back in New Orleans after um after college and um I didn't really know where to plug in I became a Christian in college really um so you know I believed before that in high school but I didn't really know I'd have that personal relationship with God so I really learned that oddly kind of through my sorority in college (laughs) and then um when I moved back to New Orleans I had no idea where to go or if there was any community or anything like that. So um, one of my good friends in college had me connect with her high school mentor, Leslie. Um, so I plugged into a small girls group with her. And then um, Leslie told me about a local church. And I started going there. And that's how I met Edmund. Um, so we met at church um and non-denominational or i don't know baptist i don't know what they call that <laughs> just jesus believing um so i met him there and um we started connecting through design because he um he loved to design at the time the church we were at was gonna do um some to help a church across the street do some renovations and so he found out I did interior design and I love nonprofit design that's Mm -hmm. super fun um it's what I did a really big project on in college and so so we met for that and um and we talked about that he saw some of my work and he was like oh my gosh like I want you on my team. This is amazing. And um, it was just really fun to connect that way, but also to get to know who he really was and how amazing he was and how his heart was very similar to mine. And he just loved the Lord and and was super fun at the same time. So (laughs) it was kind of hard for me to find that combo in someone. Sometimes you get one or the other. Right. Yeah. Warren. Oh. Cameo appearance by Warren. Just two seconds. Say hello to the people. Hello. Hello. 
Don't eat it. Don't eat it, please. It's probably Don't a little bit either. dirty. Okay. Thanks, Warren. Thanks, Warren. So I have a two-year-old now, and that's him. He's Warren. Hi. Hi. Say hi. Hi. Bye. Say bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Warren. So, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so Met Edmund was absolutely, like, so impressed with him all the way from the inside out. And um, we dated for a couple years before we got married. Um, and it was really fun. We had a ministry together. Is He started a fashion magazine in New Orleans. Um, for ministry to reach that whole people group. Um, so we did a lot of events together and um, things like that. And um, actually, r- the issue right before he passed, I became his official assistant creative director. And it was really, it's such an awesome thing. And, yeah. um, and he was actually an engineer, a full-time engineer um, for Entergy. Really, and then, yeah, so, so he had both of that going, but he was just an incredible, amazing person all the way from the inside out, no matter where he was, whether it was Entergy or the magazine or at church, he was just the same Edmund, just seeking God about whatever was coming his way and, um, super passionate and Mm -hmm. awesome. And um, so we were just a great team together. And really when we were dating, um, that's what I prayed was, hey, God, if we're going to be a good team for you together, bring us together. If not, break us apart. Um, So I think that's probably the number one thing that I would say is probably my number one advice is to go into a relationship with that mindset um, of not if. You know, not for any selfish reasons, but God, if we're going to be a good team for you together, bring us together. Um, So then we were only married for 10 months before he died of a heart attack. Was there any kind of like health problems or just kind of out of the blue? Not that we knew of. Now looking back, maybe what he thought was acid reflux was probably a mini heart attack. Mm Um, but, but yeah, so we, I mean, I took him to the doctors the week he died. Like he got sick on a Sunday, took him to the doctor Wednesday, was totally misdiagnosed, not tested at all. And then he died that Sunday. Yeah. Wow. So it was all within a week. Yeah. around that age what how old were y'all about i was 25 so he was 30 yeah so you plenty of future plenty of you know life ahead of you in theory you know or he was 31 when he passed but so i think when he got yeah so 30 is the new 20 so you know (laughs) that's what i'm telling myself as as a 31 year old now um yeah so you expect 30 plus years 40 plus years Daddy's going to come back. So you expect 30, <laughs> 30 plus. Daddy? You went to her. Let's play the quiet game. You want to play the quiet game? Yeah. There we go. Now we're recording again.
so we're back with Charlotte, and she was telling us about um, your husband, and you brought him to the doctors and all that kind of stuff. So I'll let you hear what happened. <clears throat> yeah, so he, um, yeah, he died, like, on, on a Sunday morning. He... He was not feeling good, so sometimes he would get up and maybe go on the couch and watch TV. So that's what I thought he did in the middle of the night. And um, and I got up, and he was just dead on the floor. So I called the police and grabbed the neighbor from across the street because I was hysterical. And so she could talk to them calmly. <laughs> and um, that was it. Then there's life after. And how was that? So, I mean, right after it happened, I mean, because we were a team for God and that's why we were together, after or when that happened, I was like, okay, God, well, now is not a time for me to feel sorry for me because nothing's about me. It's, this is, God's going to do something really big with this. There's only one reason that this should happen, and it's to totally do something absolutely incredible and have a, a huge impact for Christ. So, um, so at the wake, um, there was, we had a wake, and then we one day, and then the next it was a funeral, and then there was a life celebration that some friends threw, and at. <laughs> at the wake we um sorry that was my little baby um so at the wake we I guess everyone who came up to me who I knew was a believer I would just say pray for the service for the funeral service pray for everyone coming God's gonna do something really big it's gonna be awesome so um so I just had people praying because I knew that this was for a reason and that it was going to multiply. So um, so that's what happened. The funeral service was incredible. There was at least probably over 600 people there. Um, and it was amazing. Probably the most incredible service I've ever been to. And I just prayed because there was nothing left of me. So I was like, God, just do something. Just speak through me. Just do something. And so I spoke at the service. And it was really amazing to hear from every walk of life, like no matter what Edmund was doing, from all the different circles of influence that he had, um, for everyone to know that what, his inspiration was from where he got his life um was from god and that's what made him so amazing with everything that he did and um and so yeah it was incredible and i have tons of great stories from that of how it's multiplied but um but it was definitely you know, God just, he did, he, he was faithful to turn it into something incredible for him. You know, when we don't turn in and look at ourselves and make it about us and we make it about him, 
he does something phenomenal with it. So, I mean, even like just one example of something awesome, one story of how it multiplied was one of the models that worked with him um, came up to me at the life celebration and heard me speak at the funeral and was like, hey, I, um, I heard you talk and me and my husband are separated right now, but I really want God in the center and can we hang out? So maybe like a week or two later, we met up for brunch and talked and basically she didn't really know about a personal relationship with God, but she believed. So I was like, cool, let's go book shopping. So I went book shopping and gave her one of my favorite books, um, a couple good devotionals, picked out some Bibles for her and her husband and she was just ready. She was ready for more. She saw there was something more and she wanted that in her life. And so she dug in, she read the whole um, book that I gave her, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. And the next time we met, she was so excited. She was like, I'm finally able to have victory in my life. Like, this is amazing. So she was getting it. She was seeing there was something more. And then it's been a long journey with her, but it was so cool to see her turn around. And then not long after that, um, her husband also turned around. Something tragic happened to him too. So his best friend died in a plant explosion. So he was a mess. And they were separated at the time because he saw a change in her name is Jessica, Jessica's life. Um, but he didn't really get it. And so Jessica called me when that happened in his life. and was like, hey, can you talk to him since you've had this loss in your life too, like a great loss. So me and my boyfriend at the time, AJ, um, <laughs> met, who's my husband now. And yes, but um, we met with him and you could see the difference difference in the whole countenance of everything he came into conversation totally hopeless and just hopeless just kind of miserable and after just talking to him speaking some love and truth into his life um he left actually a little bit hopeful and like this god thing could be real (laughs) and maybe there is hope in life so there is that but you know, then him getting saved, his whole family coming back together. They have a little girl together. So bringing their family back together, getting baptized together. And now they're leaders in the church together. And anyway, so it's just one little seed that if, if that hadn't happened, then all of this. And now like all of Dallas's family, Dallas is Jessica's husband getting saved too. So just you never know the ripple effects when you you know put the focus on him and not on us wow yeah that's definitely good and um let's switch gears a little bit to kind of lighten it up a bit and so how we reconnected for the those on the podcast is friends on facebook and you know sometimes friends on facebook from people you sort of kind of know and you see things oh well they live life i live life so on and so forth and then I came across Charlotte and some of her health journey and the 
and all of that. And so maybe we can talk a little bit about, okay, so one, by the way, AJ, her husband, fantastic human being, met him, warned, who you've heard, and we'll probably leave <laughs> some of Warren's ad-libs, at least in the end, or, or somewhere in there. Um, lovely two-year-old angel, air quotes around angel. Um, <laughs> no, he's a sweetheart, but going through lovely two-year-old uh, phase. Um, and then how she got into health coaching, maybe we can kind of talk a little bit about that, and where you were in your own health journey, and then kind of get into it, and then now you turn into a coach from just experiencing that. Yeah. So I, like I said, I tried so many different things. I started in design and then I um, even tried out going back to school for engineering. I just was trying to find something that I was never bored with, was always growing me. Um, So I... um, I was, you know, trying to find different things. I quit a job at an architecture firm, did, became a bar three instructor, um, and then, you know, that paid nothing. So then I just did the sales side of design just to have a real paying job. And I was just so, just not passionate about it. I was, I did not feel like I was serving my purpose and my calling. I knew I was just made for more. So... I felt like God was saying, reach out. To, you need a spiritual mentor again in your life. So I reached out to Leslie, um, my good friend from high school's high school mentor that I met up with in 09 when I moved to New Orleans. We kind of lost touch because she moved to the North Shore. So I had no idea. We met for lunch, and she had been health coaching for – a few years at that point and it was her dream job she's like this is more of a ministry than anything I've ever done and it pays well and it's so rewarding and I was like oh my gosh that's what I need to do like that's everything that I love I love like having a good quiet time getting a good workout having an impact in people's everyday lives and like that's a real job (laughs) so I quit my job um, I wasn't my fully healthy self at that point because I was not in a job that I was happy in. So, you know, you know, mm, you want to go have a cocktail at the end of the night from a stressful day. Let's be real. So, not do anything healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, cool, let me get healthy. I'll coach. I'll start coaching. I'll get healthy. My first week on program, I got pregnant. Surprise! So that was baby born. Um, yes, we were married first. We were married for a couple years. <laughs> but um, anyway, so it was kind of on pause for a little bit. But then I was super prepared. I had my coach and everything for after baby. was really motivated and excited to get that extra 50 pounds off after baby. Um, so I did it and kind of lived my journey a little bit out loud on Facebook and that's how me and Monique connected and now, and now she's 75, 76, 76 pounds down. So it's just so, so fun. I love it. Um, and the personal growth is amazing and I never get bored, which is insane because everything else I've done is I've hit a plateau I feel like yeah so maybe you can tell and speak to the people about um a little bit about program and kind of 
some of the like high level things and then maybe how they can reach out to you if they're interested in learning more about health coaching or other other programs sure so program's amazing so i coach a structured eating plan and lifestyle program um so really we have different programs depending on what whatever's a personal good fit for you for example i started on our nursing moms program and then moved to our weight loss program so it just depends on what's right for you personally so i love to get to know your personal health goals first and do just a 20-minute health assessment call um, to see if what I coach is a good fit for you. If it is, great. If not, great. I just love being an encouragement um, to you wherever you are in your personal health journey. So I would say the best way to reach out to me is via Facebook. So um, it's Charlotte Akinkabe. Just shoot me a Facebook message. C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E. And then Akinkabe is A-K-I-N-K-U-G-B-E. So just shoot me a Facebook message, and I would love to connect with you. It's so much fun. Don't be afraid. It's awesome. All right. Thanks, Charlotte, so much. And you can also we'll link her profile and everything on the Victory Podcast Facebook group, which is The Victory Pod. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as The Victory Pod, as well as our website, The Victory Podcast. Dot com. That's the T-H-E, Victory, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, dot com. Thanks, guys, and thanks, Charlotte, for joining us. Well, I want to thank Charlotte so much for uh, participating in the interview and creating what was really a great episode, and Baby Warren for his little cameo appearance. Um I just want to share a couple of verses from the Bible that may be helpful for people who are going through a similar situation, Um, whether it's, you know, your spouse or any kind of grief that you're going through. Um, I'll share two verses. Um, One comes from the book of Revelation, (laughs) chapter 21, verse 4. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Uh, the other one I would say is Psalm thirty four eighteen, which really speaks to me even more. Uh, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. So many times when you're going through a grief, a loss of someone, loss of a loved one, um, it can be hard to, to see God in the middle of that, especially if you're like Charlotte, where it's more definitely more unexpected. Um, someone who's young, vibrant, and next thing you know, they're no longer with you. It's, it's okay to feel the pain, um, but don't sit too long in that pain. Um, and really, really turn to God and look for him in those situations. And he will speak to you and speak through you to help you through that situation. And it may even, you know, turn that moment into something powerful to help others like Charlotte did. So thank you so much, Charlotte, for your time and your candor um, during that interview process. Um, and thank you all for listening. Um, so once again, check us out on thevictorypodcast.com. All of our social media is there. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, all of that, uh, thevictorypodcast.com. You can contact us, um, and check us out. So thank you so much. And thanks for listening. Have a great, uh, victorious day.